0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, I'm Anif Baharudin and this is Gigi Well Played, the show that talks about all things video games. This week, we're going to talk about Diablo 2 Resurrected. But before that, here's a recap of some of the biggest news in the world of gaming with Ofnil Ting and Ali Johan.
1: Thank you, Hanif. Let's start this week's news by talking about the biggest esports tournament in the world that ended last night. If you've been living under a rock, the international Dota 2's annual tournament has been happening for the past two weeks and ended last night with Team Spirit defeating one of the favourites of the tournament, PSG-LGD. This is Team Spirit's debut appearance in the tournament featuring four players that are participating in the tournament for the first time So this is indeed a very big news and a bit of an upset yeah
2: uh, our colleague and sports enthusiast daryl ong likened team spirits victory to a very small team knocking out a giant in the sport this is like david and goliath uh fantastic stuff and you know it's always a fairy tale when a small team trumps over a big big team right and this is what happened with team spirits victory over psg lgd uh they won the best of five final three to two Uh, firstly taking a 2-0 lead before being packed back by PSG LGD, a team led by our very own local boy, Cheng Jin. Nothing to say is young, uh, but that soon proved to be not enough as the underdogs Team Spirit clinched the final game to win 3-2.
1: Yes, nothing short of a miraculous journey for Team Spirit who will be bringing home 18.2 million US dollars from the prize pool of 40 million, the biggest for the tournament so far. They got to TI10 through qualifiers, script through the upper bracket dropped to the lower bracket on the first day of the playoffs and went all the way to the finals. Solid stuff. As for PSG, LGD, the title still proved to be elusive for them as they failed at the final hurdle one more time after coming close in the previous two TIs. Yeah,
2: so congratulations to Team Spirit for proving that romance in sport is still very much alive. And uh, we'll try to bring you more conversations on the international games in the future episodes. So be on the lookout for that. Um, now, moving on, DC had their big event over the weekend called Fandom, where they announced all things related to the brand. For us, as a gaming show, we're just going to focus on the games announced during the show. There are, of course, a lot of other things that were announced uh, at Fandom. No new games were announced, but we did get some updates on two of the games that were previously announced. First up, uh, the new Suicide Squad game developed by Rocksteady.
1: Are the worst of the worst of the worst. Still, you're good at what you do, even if what you do is far from good. Welcome to Task Force Ads. That's a snippet from the official story trailer for Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League The game does look Pretty interesting And the trailer featured Some of the characters That we love From the Task Force X As well as some Justice League members Including Green Lantern The Flash And Superman Making an appearance In the trailer Now the game will be released On PS5 Xbox Series X And PC Next year DC also showcased The other games That's currently in development Gotham Knights You Don't
2: stand a chance Because they're always watching, always listening, pulling everybody's strings, mine, yours. So we're not sure whether Batman will be making an appearance in this game, uh, but it will feature the Bat family. Uh, The trailer did showcase the Court of Owls, uh, the shadow organization that became a favorite among fans and will be making their debut appearance as well in the game. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing this uh, and also like Suicide Squad, this game too will be coming up next year. Up next is news on the possibility of FIFA ending EA's dominance on the virtual football pitch.
1: Mm-hmm. As we all know, the FIFA brand has been very closely tied with EA, who has been in partnership with the football governing body since the mid-90s. But the future of this partnership is now looking a bit murky after reports have emerged claiming that they are now in dispute over cost and revenue streams. According to reports, FIFA is looking to charge EA $1 US billion every four years to use the FIFA license within its game. They're also looking to limit EA's monetization of the game.
2: Yeah, so this perhaps explains why EA themselves have also recently come out to say that they're exploring the possibility of a future name change as well, uh, with uh, EA Sports FC apparently being the trademarked uh, name by the company. They have also clarified that the FIFA partnership is different from the official partnerships, So this means uh, they can still retain some rights to official teams and player names, for example, even though they don't have the FIFA license uh, because those things fall under a different category and licensing rights. So the current FIFA license only gives EA the name, logo, and rights to use the World Cup within the game.
1: Anyway, following up from this, FIFA has once again released a statement emphasizing on a future that's more robust on the gaming front with a hint of reducing the monopoly that EA currently has on its brand. In a statement on their website, FIFA said that FIFA is bullish and excited about the future in gaming and esports for football and it's clear that this needs to be a space that's occupied by more than one party controlling all rights. They also said that consequently FIFA is engaging with various industry players including developers, investors and analysts to build out a long-term view of the gaming, esports and interactive entertainment sector. Now the outcome will ensure that FIFA has a range of suitable parties with specialist capabilities to actively shape the best possible experiences and offerings for fans and consumers.
2: That's bullish indeed uh, but it's pretty interesting that two corporations that are pretty notorious for their practices are now at Loggerheads But regardless of what we feel about them, reducing the monopoly is a step in the right direction, we feel. So I will bring you more updates on this issue, if and when they're available in the future. Now, lastly, a bit of gossip. Uh, Apparently, there is a leaked 30-second gameplay footage of Elden Ring making the rounds on social media already. Uh, We're not sure of its authenticity, but the footage showcased a character that's standing on a rocky hilltop near a broken castle. Uh, The camera was then rotated, showcasing the environment and the surroundings before the character then tried jumping up the hill crest.
1: Ooh, apparently the footage was captured on an Xbox One, though its veracity and origin can't still be confirmed. If it's true though, at least we can see how the character's movements uh, will be handled. Apart from this, no new information on a game that's highly anticipated, with the famed Hidetaka Miyazaki helming it, with involvement from Game of Thrones' George RR Martin. The game is scheduled to be released early next year and we hope more information, especially the legit ones, will be released very soon. That's all we have for this week's news. Back to you, Hanif. Thank
0: you very much, Adi and Ofnil. Amidst all the controversies surrounding Activision Blizzard, including a very serious one involving allegations of widespread sexual harassment and discrimination against its employees, the company tried its best to soldier on and continue releasing games for its core players. And recently, they released a remake of the highly acclaimed sequel to Diablo, called Diablo 2 Resurrected. Longtime fans have been waiting patiently for the game and joining me to talk about it is one of them, Najman Maliki. He starts by recalling his relationship with the old game.
3: Okay, I think for Diablo 2, my relationship with it was um, when in high school, I believe. I got a copy of the game and then, yeah, um, yeah you know, it's a game that I can actually... It's one of those earlier games that you play, I play with my siblings and um, also friends. So I played it from high school up until when I got into university where, uh, where we can actually uh, create servers uh, locally. And then I can play with, like, my roommates and, and it, it got really fun, uh, Diablo 2. And uh, I think it was one of the earliest game that I've played where, where uh, you kind of, like, uh, in competition with yourself. Meaning, like, you try and get better and better. Like, you try and, like, clear the dungeon faster. Um, so... Yeah, it's one of those earlier games that that got me into this kind of kind of groove, I guess. Then then this is like really one of my earlier starting drug, if you will, um, that opens up the the possibilities to games like uh, Dota even. So yeah, that's my relationship. So I, I, I guess with with Diablo two.
0: Yeah, i I've, I've played a little bit of Diablo 1 if I'm not mistaken on PlayStation 1 uh, but I discovered that maybe it wasn't really my cup of tea uh, especially because of the way it's the way the game works right I, I mean there's, there's a term for it if I'm not mistaken it's called iso- isometric RPG right if I'm not mistaken yeah. or it was presented in an isometric format which is a bit like a top-down movement kind of like whatnot right but it's mm-hmm. also an ARPG right yeah maybe you You know, if you're more familiar with that term, perhaps you can explain to to the listeners. What's the difference between like a game like an RPG? And it is is still an RPG, right? So an RPG like Diablo compared to, you know, other kinds of RPGs out there.
3: Yeah, so I think um, RPG obviously stands for role-playing game. Um, When you're talking about like a typical RPG, you're you're thinking, usually you're thinking about like deep storylines. You're thinking about... Uh, role-playing like meaning that you can actually do more things become a different version of your initial character and stuff like that Diablo in some ways is like that too but when you talk about ARPG in general you are talking about the action a little bit more so the A in ARPG section so for Diablo the way they've done it is that you've got a slew of of different classes that you can play. Uh, Diablo two, for example, have seven classes, and then you kind of role play in the form of uh, different play styles, different actions that you do. So ARPG commonly is uh, less um, heavy on the story side. So Diablo have a very actually rich uh, story in the background, but um, when you play the game, you be like you be. Like destroying demons for a good hour before you get to the next story bit. So, uh, you usually <laughs> just immerse yourself in like slaying demons and, and, and forget about why <laughs> you're slaying the demon. I guess that's the difference between, uh, RPG and, and ARPG, but uh, both of them have their own, their own, um, appeal. Um, and Diablo especially, uh, I guess it's, ARPG with a subgenre called hack and slash where you are focusing your gameplay in like literally just hacking and slashing your way through the game.
0: Yeah. There's also a more of a grinding element as well, right? Which uh, like you said, I think, I think where you're required to perhaps um, because of the quote unquote repetitive nature of the game where you're in competition with yourself yeah, there's a lot of grinding involved as well. As with yeah. all other RPGs, JRPG even like I mean, for example, if you want to level up, a lot of grinding as well, right? Yeah. Mm. I
3: think I think okay. Here's the biggest. Um, I mean, like I'll go deeper into this uh, later. But um, for for ARPGs, uh, in general, usually the grind is more than your usual RPGs, especially nowadays. So if I if I, if I can take like games like Horizon Zero Dawn or God of War, these are your your, your RPGs where you you can level up get skills and stuff but that's not the main goal um for ARPGs usually the main goal is is in in actually leveling up and it's it's just that essentially right and and the older the ARPG usually the harder the grind <laughs> so yeah w2 is among one of those um harder to grind bits lah yeah. yeah
0: so the, the thing about Diablo is that it's a yeah I, I have to admit that I've've yet to actually properly play any Diablo games but it's a big franchise and it's a franchise that's pretty close to a lot of fans um mm. in terms of I guess the legacy and it's not just because of nostalgia right I think I'm sure you know, the Diablo 2 has a special place among the fans but at the same time the franchise itself right? I mean the fact that Activision Blizzard is currently working on the 4th Diablo and people are mm. as excited obviously we've seen the controversy regarding you know when the mobile version of Diablo uh, was announced and you know when people were actually expecting for the next installment in the Diablo franchise uh, mm-hmm. so, so it's kind of like interesting to see how I guess this franchise is not as uh, it's not small right uh, but Again, there's a reason why they, they decided to remake Diablo 2 and that's because I think it is it is perhaps perceived as one of the best in the franchise so far, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you've played Diablo 3 as well and I'm sure you're going to play Diablo 4. Uh, but what makes Diablo 2 special? I think... I think um, So, for a
3: lot of people, what makes it special obviously is the nostalgia reason, right? And I think it's different. It's like I'm comparing Nasi Lemak to to, to Nasi Kanda. Um, I can't I can't compare. It's still much better than nasi because to me those are two very different dishes. So same for W two and W three. The way um, they've made the two games, it's it's very different. And I would say, especially if you are a newcomer to W two, the the appeal is in the mechanics, how you mix things around, how you um, make and try new things out. Uh, It's very easy for you to start out a new character, restart a new character and just replay the game. Uh, It's not that taxing. I think the starting points uh, or rather the the, the steps to get to the next level is not that difficult. Um, So, yeah. And I would even uh, say that one of the greater pull for me for Diablo 2 is that it's slow. Because it's an older game, usually like you play games today, it's easy to for you to kill all of the minions and stuff like that. It, you, it's not it's not really mindful; it's more mindless. Like a normal character in an ARPG can clear the whole map, right? Uh, but if you take Diablo Two, because again of the age, perhaps uh, it's it's a very slow game. It's a very slow-paced game where it takes about two to three hits before you kill one. Enemy and you have like ten enemies on screen, so you will take your time and you have to think about it. You have to uh, calculate your your uh, steps and the mechanics, and I think that's the the greatest pull um, for most people. Like th- I think when they are playing the game, and but also because of that, I I can also imagine uh, it can be a bit out of um, their comfort zone for some players, especially if you're coming from a very fast-paced. Uh, kind of gaming experience going to this makes you feel a bit more like alah i want to just get to the next step please uh but yeah i guess to to each their own
0: (laughs) yeah i think we can perhaps touch on 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 whether you know having played this version um whether you know there is still a place for games like this obviously well i mean the the fact that they're doing the fourth installment of the game shows that yes perhaps i guess the the format of the game is still pretty much relevant, right? To a certain extent, but yeah. So, what 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 do you think of of this version of the game, Diablo Two Resurrected? Obviously, uh, I'm sure you must be very excited to be able to play this favorite game of yours again. Um, so, what's your impression of the game? It's um uh
3: really okay. First first and foremost, obviously the throwback is real, <laughs> but also I think it's it's. Super refreshing um, for for me to see the game in such pretty skin, la. Um, Because I've I mean, you even if you get the ability to resurrect it now, you can actually toggle between the old look or the new look if you prefer the old look. But the new look looks really really polished. I mean, uh, this is something that we usually expect from from uh, a company like Blizzard, but also. Uh, it's it's the whole mechanics are still in t- intact. It's still very much there. It's still sometimes annoying in its own way, but fun in its own way. But you're playing like a 2021 game uh, with 2021 graphics, uh, which is I I, I I I can't dream of a of a better version of a, of Diablo two at this point lah. Uh, and I, I think to to that extent as well, because of the technology that we have and the the community in on the internet, right? We are actually now getting mods for Diablo two. So <laughs> the only way is up, lah, I guess now for Diablo two, you get better skins. You can tweak the look even better now, so you can make your character look nicer with the mods. Um, and yeah, I think it's you're you're taking a very well-proven recipe from the past and you're just putting it a a new set of graphics from 2021 and technology from 2021 so best of both worlds man it's really really fun
0: that was Najman Maliki and we've been talking about a remake of Diablo 2 called Diablo 2 Resurrected we're going to go for a short break stay tuned this is Gigi Welter on BFM 89.9 BFM 89.9, you're listening to Gigi Well Played. I'm your host, Hanif Baharuddin. Najman Maliki joins me on the show this week to give his take on the remake of a classic Blizzard game, Diablo Two Resurrected. He's pretty happy with the remake, but what does the larger community think of the game? Najman shares what the community has said about this latest release.
3: I think the community is very much okay. I can't speak for everyone, but I would say like majority of the community, especially on Reddit, are happy with it. Uh, I mean, like if you've bought this game like in 2004, it's been a good see. I can't even do the math how long it's been 15 years. Uh, <laughs> so that is enough time for you, I assume, to, to spend another 250 ringgit or so. Or sixty dollars uh, to get this game. I know some people might still feel uh, that that's not um, logical, but I mean, like, you still need to maintain service. You still need to do uh, good things. So, I, I, so far, at least on Reddit uh, and and on the places I've been, people are generally happy, especially because um the time that they took to actually do this remake. Uh, one this is one of the 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 times when Blizzard actually listened to a lot of the community feedback. Uh, So they they had a lot of beta uh, and a lot of reworking the beta uh, when it was on. Um, And when they've launched, they launched with uh, the announcement that they are still going to be working on it and and stuff. And I think one other layer that that they've done actually to maintain the originality is that they've made sure that they use the old code's to the max I don't know whether that's the best idea or not but yeah I mean like I think um, we might talk about this later but we've seen people having issues trying to even play the game because of the old quotes um,
0: Hanif is one of the people who are who are struggling yeah um, exactly Let, let's talk about it now then. <laughs> just, yeah, just, okay. just, yeah so um, yeah as much as I think your. Reception of the game is pretty much positive. I think there are a lot of like controversies surrounding the game as of yeah. now, and one of them is is precisely that what you mentioned earlier: people having problems uh, logging into the game, um, yeah. server problems, right? To a certain extent, yeah. uh, and that's because they decided to still use the old codes from the game.
3: Yeah, and um, uh, I mean like the the older server was meant to to work, um, or rather the older codes was meant to work with servers of maybe. Maybe a uh, hundred thousand players at a time. Maybe even a million players if, if it's that crazy at a time, right? So the way Diablo works, right? So when I when I'm playing the game, when I'm playing it online, when I'm playing it especially with friends, I can play with up to four friends at, at a time. Oh, sorry, no, eight friends, uh, eight players at a time. Um, uh, and then if I were to play this with multiple people, I will create a game. They will join my game, and then they they, they we will play together. And as mentioned earlier as well, you can actually do side quests or rather you can actually do quests over and over again um, to get, say, a a specific loot that you're trying to get. Or if you're leveling your your character, um, if you want to do that, you can actually do it over and over again with your friends. So what you will do is you will create a game, run it, and then once that's done, you basically destroy the game, recreate a new game, run it, and do that. So based on like the stuff that we've seen on youtube and stuff there's a lot of guides right teaching you how to do this over and over again and the old code was not ready for this so i mean people were doing this like back in like 2020 2019 they, they were doing this on the older server before w2 resurrected came out but the the fan base is not huge people are actually a lot more people are playing w3 than w2 and like people are like, w2 is a, a very old game right but when you still retain that same code for the ability to redirect it, the, the issue becomes that the server can't handle, or rather the code and server can't communicate properly and well when people start to create, destroy, create and destroy games um quickly. So that's one of the main issues that, that they're having because of, again, I mean, trying to retain legacy codes. um So literally, people can't play now but that that's like the, the worst case scenario. They do have like other smaller cases scenario where, for example, because of the old way how how servers and, and what you see on your consoles or your machines work, um, they do have legacy bugs, right? So if you're retaining the old code, the old code usually work slower. Um, so say, for example, I'm hitting an enemy. I'm, I'm, I'm casting my skill to an enemy. And the server did not get that bit. So, but I see that my character have casted that skill. Um, so the, the, that skill won't hit. Um, they can change the code. And they can make it to, uh, to reduce the, the lag between the, the, the server and the way they communicate. Uh, but they purposely don't do that because of the quote-unquote originality that they want to maintain. And ironically, ironically, because of their decision to do that, people are happy. People are really happy about about like okay okay like you you're maintaining that so now I get to miss my 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 my, my kill, <laughs> which which to me is um, baffling.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, um <laughs> that's kind of interesting, right? I think to some extent, I think maybe maybe the community is still super nostalgic and they kind of like the fact that they are even remaking all the they are quote unquote remaking all the bugs and yeah, exactly that you can get 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 from the old games, right? Um Did you en- encounter any problems throughout your time playing the game?
3: Uh, not much I mean like the typical problem of playing an online game um, basically uh, getting disconnected once or twice but I did play it at launch um, and um, completed a couple of acts uh, but I think I only got one disconnection uh, and if you guys are if you guys are listening and, and, and are playing Diablo 3 I think it's about the same level of, of issues that I get so very rare very uh uncommon but you know these games needs maintenance and uh blizzard being blizzard their maintenance literally means taking the game down sometimes i think they do still have that issue of communicating when a server is being taken down uh for maintenance i i I did face that issue where i was playing and suddenly like i got disconnected and then apparently maintenance was going on and um, when i got back in I lost some of my gameplay, maybe like fifteen minutes of gameplay because basically the server rolled back about fifteen minutes. But aside from that, I think um also barring what we are facing now, since um I guess 14th of October. except aside from those two
0: issues, it's pretty much flawless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's good to hear, at least uh, on your end. At least is working fine, right? So that's that's great. Um so I, I'm sure you must be, you know, looking forward to spending a lot more time. Um I guess, uh, on this game. Um, But, you know, considering where Activision Blizzard is now and, you know, the kind of troubles that they are in from uh, Mm. this kind of server problems to, you know, company-wide issues, you know, uh, harassment allegations and whatnot. Um, Are you looking forward to Diablo 4? And do you think that what they've done with um, at least, you know, this particular remake, remastered uh, version of Diablo 2, um, does it at least give you a lot more confidence that they'll be able to Pull off Diablo Four well. Hmm. Okay. So I actually um
3: for Diablo Four I obviously I'm going to play that too. Um. But um I would be ready with more than a pinch of salt uh, Not because of what they've done for Diablo Two. I think Diablo Two remastered. Uh, I think the the rollout was quite good. Um. And um. So specifically for Diablo Two the developers are. I think it's Vicarious Visions and uh, Blizzard North. Not directly Blizzard. Uh, I'm not sure about Diablo 4. But uh, maybe they can get around all of the... the, uh, Hopefully solve all of the issues that they're having internally uh, and deliver something good. But looking at um, Diablo 3, actually. Because when you introduce Diablo 4, you're going to introduce a totally brand new game, which is going going to be totally different from Diablo 3 and hopefully totally different from Diablo 2 so i i am expecting a lot of people are going to hate that i am keeping an open mind i'm all for new mechanics new changes but yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes um and uh if if it goes south we still have Diablo 2 and Diablo 3. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the legacy of the franchise is definitely still strong, right? Regardless, I yes. mean, and it's not just nostalgia. I think the franchise itself, you know, as much as you have a lot of different franchises out there these days, Diablo franchise itself will definitely still remain relevant, right?
3: Yeah, and I think uh, it, it's very apparent um, looking at... Uh, looking, So the franchise is so strong that it is strong enough to sustain other... Games like them, um, so uh, you know uh, games like Path of Exile, uh, Grim Dawn, all of these uh, ARPG sets that, that got spread because of W two and W three, um, and you can still see Path of Exile like running really strong um, and and making money actually uh, years down the road and until today, uh, the playbase is really strong, all because of the strength that that, that Diablo carries. So, I'm pretty confident that we are going to get another good product. I mean, people would definitely put them on an extremely high pedestal, which is great, I think. But, um, yeah, it's like going for uh, an A-plus for your exam and and, and coming out with an a it's not the end of the world. You're still you're still scoring high, now. So yeah. Mm.
0: Do you think that you'll also be able to attract new new gamers? Considering that I think I mean not not to downplay the impact of the franchise, uh, mm. but uh, the assumption is that I think it's also driven by uh, nostalgia and a very 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 strong core fan base, right? Um, do mm. you foresee that fan base to grow, new gamers joining in on the on the fun as well?
3: Yeah, I think so, and mainly because of Diablo 2 Resurrected. So, I have had many failed attempts in getting people to play Diablo 2 with me because of the looks so like when when you have games like back in the day when I was playing Diablo 2 um, with my uni friends um, people were playing like Mass Effect and Dragon Age and people are like dude look at the comparison in graphics lah. Mass Effect Dragon Age is way more superior than, than Diablo 2 um, and I would imagine that uh, if we were to, to introduce a new title nowadays with especially nostalgic points like they are reintroducing an old class for um, the game called Rogue, which is a Diablo 1 class. I think the, the, the period is too huge, right? The, the disconnect is too huge. Um, but with Diablo 2, I think Resurrected especially, I think people are willing to come back or rather willing to try out Diablo 2 Resurrected. And I think they will find that the game is uh, or rather stands up, holds up, and, and then would then wanna buy Diablo 4 I don't see Diablo 4 releasing in the next 3-4 years I would assume it's going to be sometime in like 2025 26 27 maybe so yeah they still have a lot of time to kinda uh, get those people to be accustomed to Diablo 2 and maybe Diablo 3 and yeah we'll then get Diablo 4
0: You're tuned in to GG Well Played and that was our impressions of Diablo 2 Resurrected featuring Najman Maliki. If you'd like to listen to this episode again, look for the podcast on bfm.my, our app available on the Apple App Store or Google Play and also Spotify. Do share your thoughts about the show or the games that you play via our email ggwp at bfm.my. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at bfmradio. My name is Sanif Baharudin. Thanks for joining us. Game on and stay safe. Till next time, GG Well Played.